Welcome to Theme Park Paradise, Dallas. It feels like it's been like months since we recorded. I have no idea the last time we recorded. I have no idea, but it's good to see you back and it's good to talk some theme parks. There is some stuff in the news, so it's a good time to catch back up. Yeah, I think it's been three weeks since we recorded, but we did have an episode two weeks ago. We just recorded it super early. For the main topic today, we're going to talk about our personal best and worst ride overlays. I'll get into why we're doing that. There's an anniversary of a ride that has been overlaid. And then we had some news about Tiana's Bayou Adventure come out as well. But first, yes, we will catch up on some news and Ryan can go first. So we're recording on July 13th and earlier today, even though it's not CNN kind of is a joke, but I usually just go to CNN to see what the headlines are in the world. The headline midday was Disney World Universal, are, their attendance is way down. And I was like, why, why is this the headline news story and everything in the world? It's that Disney and Universal's attendance. They don't want to talk about the side strike. They want to talk about anything else. But I did find it interesting. They're like saying like the heat in Florida is a reason, the political culture. So people don't want to travel to Florida. Mm-hmm. But I guess right now, the average wait time in Disney World is 33 minutes for a ride versus where it was last year at 41 minutes. So I guess now is the best time to go to Disney World on Universal. If you have time off during the summer and it's this is your vacation season. Yeah, the year. it's all it's all the bad press with all the you know, how hard it is to do what you want to do there. On top of the fact that it is 100 degrees, I avoid it in the summer. I avoid Florida in the summer if I can. And they're also saying it's like a slowdown from like the post-pandemic highs of like everyone being like, we got to get back, we got to get back. And now everyone's kind of just going back to the normal flow of things. So yeah, we see this. Hopefully, hopefully things just kind of steady out. And I don't want these to be like the downturn. And then Universal ends up being like financially cash strapped and effed because of Epic Universe. So yeah, if you're able to go and you want to go, now might be the time. That was the big piece of news, but there was some Universal stuff before you get into Disney. So we all know that the current Fast and Furious ride at Universal is dog shit. But Universal did announce that a new Fast and Furious roller coaster is coming to Universal Studios Hollywood. They haven't given too much details on it yet. So there's no, like, I don't even think they released any like stock images of what it's supposed to look like. Because the photo I see, it's it's just Fendi's on Paul Walker. So maybe they'll, this will be a early Fast and Furious themed ride. This is the LA Times, but I just hope that this ride comes over and we get rid of Supercharged, or whatever it's called, which is by far the worst ride at Universal. I think it, I would go on it once just so you can experience it, but it's just so much worse than Kong and it's the same setup. I just, nobody wants to go on a slow party bus on a Fast and Furious ride. So I don't know what they were ever thinking. You can't translate the tour in Hollywood to that. Like it's just not, it's not the same thing. I don't know what they're thinking, but it's exciting to see. Usually there's cross pollination between the parks, but I just don't know where maybe this will be an Epic Universe thing where they just have, there's a random roller coaster for a little mini area. Any thoughts, Dallas? I know you don't give two craps. Either do I, I've, I haven't seen any of these movies like at all. Fast and the Furious? No. It's just a disgrace. Yeah, honestly. supercharged, whatever it's called. Yeah, it is. It's an embarrassment. It, it feels like a Cedar Fair or whatever, Six Flags type of ride. And for that property, too. Yeah. The queue is cool. Like, 
if you want to just go to the queue and i do enjoy it's, the actors okay. there oh i hate that i hate when there's actors i enjoy in the queue. It. i like it because they're trying really hard they know they know this ride sucks they know that they're gonna leave disappointed so it is their job they're trying to, to make, salvage it make this not like a good experience for the guests <laughs> yeah i mean if it wasn't for that it would just be you're walking through a queue and go to a crappy ride and done you're like oh man that was a waste unless it's like a, if it is now and it's 100 degrees out ac feels nice yeah this was Beetlejuice was here before. So there is the Beetlejuice there with Beetlejuice 2 coming out. If you want to see some Easter eggs, yeah, which I think it's our theme of the episodes of replacement. So, oh, yeah, I added it this to one's the list. replacement. Okay. But the other news for Universal is they officially announced that Stranger Things will be back for Halloween Horror Nights. This will be at Universal Orlando and Hollywood. It's going to take place of like season four. So the last season of Stranger Things. So if you're into Stranger Things, you can go to the Florida or California and have probably your closest uh, Stranger Things attraction you're ever going to yeah. probably get. Because once this series ends, I don't, it's probably just going to be done. But that's what I had. We can go over to Disney news. All right. So it's not specifically theme park related, but I alluded to the, the SAG AFTRA strike that started today. And all I'm seeing is just this Bob Iger quote talking about it and people destroying him for it. Because I think I saw something where the average Hollywood writer makes less than $70,000 a year. And he makes like seventy seven a day or something like that. So yeah, I mean, his comments were specifically about the, uh, the SAG one, but still. He said what they were demanding was unrealistic, which I think is LOL. Yeah. And I, I also saw he signed like a two-year extension, right? Two or three-year extension. I think it was him. Disney. I saw a statement that's not theme park but it was saying that they're going to tone down their use of marvel and star wars because it's too expensive they want to focus on less expensive properties and films and it's also people are sick of them they're just that's you're overwhelming you're overwhelming people I think that's what it is <laughs> like we saw with like the star wars hotel it's like your people are like we're sick of this like we're not we don't have the love we did 15 20 years ago and it's kicking off we have a Star Wars land. We don't need to pay a million dollars to do this other Star Wars thing. And there's 15 Star Wars things on TV. Like we're just, we need new IP, like looking at Disney's movies. And it's a, a joke. Like what new original IP have they created? It's Star Wars and Marvel or retellings or direct one-to-one of their classic films. They do nothing original. They do. It's just like what I was, when I was we were waiting at Indiana Jones, like animated, my brother, not animated, but like live action, what live action, a wrinkle in time. Yeah. But like, see what, like, when they do it, bomb. So that's why they don't do that. <laughs> well, maybe if they would make something good, because like, what's are they making good? <laughs> They're trying. They thought it was going to be good. I'm sure. They had Oprah. Come on. No, I know you like Oprah. Ava no Duvernay. Oprah. They had Oprah. Yeah, but it's Come Ava on. Duvernay directing it. I think John Carter is what really scared them from anything like that. Speaking of, the Haunted Mansion comes out in a few weeks, and seeing a lot of fun videos of Jamie Lee Curtis and Lakeith Stanfield and Owen Wilson dressed up as Haunted Mansion workers doing promos in the parks, which was fun. Jamie Lee Curtis yelling out to fans on the balcony, New Orleans Square and stuff, which is fun. I thought that was fun. And then the other Disney California Park, California Adventure, getting ready to open the uh, San Francisco area based on Big Hero 6. It's just an overlay on the Pacific Wharf, which is like their San Francisco-themed area. They've slowly but surely changed everything to IP in that park the last 10 years or so. They announced the food options, and I just want to talk about it because there's a really cute macaroon that looks like Baymax. That's adorable. 
it is it is pretty cute it's very cute like i want them to be more like the japanese parks where they have really cute food snacks i also like it because it's subtle like you know what it is but it's subtle yeah like it's simple yeah this isn't designed for a five-year-old like if i ate this i wouldn't be embarrassed that it's a big ass baymax cookie (laughs) yeah because it's also just a macaroon with two dots on it two chocolate dots all right and then the last thing I want to talk about brings us to our main topic. So I don't know if you saw, but in Florida, they put up the Tiana's Foods water tower in front of Splash Mountain. Of course, no longer Splash Mountain. And there's a bunch of scaffolding up. So they're, they're doing it. It's happening. Which made me want to talk about ride overlays. Also last week, we had Maelstrom celebrate its 35th anniversary of its opening. Of course, it was rethemed to Frozen Ever After. Very quickly after Frozen, two and a half years after the movie came out, they uh, shoved it into Epcot, which I'm not someone who has affection for Maelstrom. I never did it. It scared me as a kid because it was like dark and trolls and stuff. So I just never did it. But I miss the idea of it just because at the end, there was a like 20 minute, basically Norway tourism video that you could stay and watch. It was like sponsored by the government so it was like in the ride there's trolls but there's also like oil rigs and stuff like it's like shows the resources of the country yep i love stupid stuff like that i did do this ride when i went because it was still open in what 2002 or three mm-hmm. so i went on this but i don't remember it at all well i just remember where there's a waterfall now over by the shops it's just they covered it with rocks now but you used to be able to see into the ride when it was maelstrom and see the boats go by inside so I just made a little list for us. We had something to look at while discussing this. And I just stuck to Florida Disney Universal stuff. I'm sure there's others, but I didn't feel like researching all those. But the first one I want to talk about is Epcot related. There's a lot of Epcot. But I think for me, the best one, I know it has its issues, especially because it's outdated now. But when it first opened, I thought it was very ahead of its time or you know, cutting edge. And that's Soren because what was in Soren was a theater that had a <laughs> animatronic food show. <laughs> it started as Kitchen Cabaret with a bunch of food singing songs, like animatronic tomatoes and milk cartons and that kind of thing. They And then they overlaid it with food rocks in the early 90s, which was just, they changed the songs and then did a bunch of parodies of rock bands, which I want to talk about some of them. So my favorite is the Peach Boys. which were three peaches Uh, and they sang good vibrations but it was good nutrition instead sounds horrible Dallas oh this whole thing is stupid which is why I love it then you had the refrigerator police and they sang every bite you take there's a pita like bread Gabriel and they sang a parody of sledgehammer called high fiber we had chubby checker instead it was chubby cheddar i'm looking at this list and how lazy they got for little richard <laughs> they said we're gonna go with richard like really <laughs> which it doesn't even say what type of no. food it is so that's funny oh my gosh this is very funny and then who's neil sadaka is he in a band or something he's just a pianist i've heard of him i don't know i don't know neil musaka <laughs> i don't know what that is either it's so funny. And then my favorite part of the first one, Kitchen Cabaret, is the name of the milk carton was Mr. Dairy Goods. <laughs> Which that's not what anyone calls milk. Uh, that's not a term anyone has ever said. So yeah, I think Soren was a big upgrade on both of these shows. 
But yeah, that's probably my favorite one. My downgrade, even though I don't know Horizon, is Mission Space. I just don't. I have to just complain about this ride every time, just because I don't. I don't like it. Well, last year I did a whole Horizons episode, so obviously, even if I thought Mission Space was good, I would be sad about that because it's not like Universe of Energy where they kept the building. They tore the building down because it had foundation issues and built a whole new building. Is there any fans of, of Mission Space? I just think this is not a ride. No, I don't think so. Not like real. Not like like if you're. Not not a fan of like if you're claustrophobic tight spaces if you don't want to feel like you're like i'm good with rides i love roller coasters i love thrill rides yeah it's the one this, i will not do at disney this hurt my face and my head even the green one because it is it's claustrophobic and it's not fun like there's no thrill to the green one and there's way too much thrill to yeah. the orange one look at this little screen like i just don't oh yeah it's hor- and it's like awful 2002 video game graphics it's like this is something like if you were at nasa and you're like oh man this is awesome i'm in houston or whatever and be like this is this is a cool thing that's is one off there they're one ride but for disney this doesn't feel like a di- this doesn't feel well, like a theme you, park attraction you can say that a lot of that about epcot you could say that about a lot of things at Epcot. Yeah. like living with the land if that was at like a museum or something holy yeah. wow that would be amazing but at disney it just is like oh this is the best you can do I think the yeah. technology is cool for this, but this just this is more of a simulator, like a real life simulator, than it is a thrill ride. I didn't do the, I haven't done like the whatever kitty side. But all right, um, can we talk about the Living Seas? Oh, so we have like the Nemo. Nemo thing. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it before, but like when I was just like doing when it was Fast Pass, and you could just keep on booking them after the fact. So it was like doing this, and then it was that crunk talk or whatever, and I had no idea what it was, and I Crush. just booked it, crushed whatever, yeah, and I booked it, and then it's like for three-year-olds yeah to talk we're all sitting there's a family i'm like oh my god i am sorry guys i feel so bad (laughs) you gotta look things up right before you do them i was just booking them but like we did a similar like i would say age range thing like the laugh factory whatever it is the monsters Inc. monsters inc i enjoy that that was fun yeah but that's for everybody crush is like this was for i'm telling you this is for not even kids this is toddlers i think Mm mm-hmm it's not even a theater, right? You're just standing in front of the screen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's why I, that's awkward. I, I had no idea what this was, but I booked it. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm sorry, everyone wasted 20 minutes of your life right there. Going to Magic Kingdom, one that makes me sad is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, but it still exists in California. So I hope to do it someday. But it's just the Winnie the Pooh ride is so blah to me that like we could have just kept it. Like, I feel like both properties are old. It's not like, I know Winnie the Pooh is more relevant today than yeah, Mr. Winnie the Pooh was but... Winnie the Pooh had like his like re- like it was big like when we were kids. Oh, I know, that's true. In the nineties and stuff, and the new adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I watched that. Yeah, and then the movies and Christopher Robin. And... Like I know nothing about Mister Toad. Like I have like a, a movie. I think it's like a two pack of like that, and then whatever the Halloween. I forget what his name is. Well, Ian is obsessed with the live action version from the nineties of Mister Toad, which is horrifying. I didn't even know there was a live action version. Oh, it's horrible. Is he just right there? Yes. Let's bring let's let's bring in. Come on, Ian. Let's come on. Is he Ian on the show or the bear? I don't even know. He's just Ian for everything now, right? Yeah, he's Ian now. Can he come in and just talk about this movie that I don't know anything about? Ian. What? Come here. No. Yes. He doesn't even need to he doesn't, he doesn't need to come there. Just let him talk about it. Oh, and his dick and balls are on, everybody. <laughs> No, no, his nipples are. Oh, whatever. Talk about Mr. Toad and why you like it. Oh, I love it because it's like. Talk about what it is first. He doesn't know what it is. The live action. You'll have to send it to him. It's on YouTube. It's basically like a funnier version of like the cartoon thing, Mm -hmm. but like the characters are so they're like rude to each other, but they're like it's like PG thirteen. Yeah, but they're humans. Like humans dressed up as dressed up as animals. So is this like an actual Disney property or is this a property that? 
because Mr. So Toad is not. So it's based on. So it's like Winnie the Pooh, or it was based on yeah. a book or something. The Wind in the Willows. Okay. So it's anyone can do it. It's what's that called? Free something. But Disney did a cartoon in the forties, and then. So that's the version that you can't do. You can do this is like Winnie the Pooh, where you have like yeah, the blood honey, yeah, where you can do a, the. This is a BBC or whatever. No, it's not. Whatever it is, some British live action. It's simply marvelous. I need to watch it. It's a discuss. musical too. It's it musical. is. It's hilarious. It's interesting. I love that he's. I love that he doesn't. Does Ian know he's in frame still? <laughs> no, he can see you. I don't think he cares. <laughs> I love it. All right. Uh, there's nothing in Hollywood studios I want to talk about. Obviously, I think the most successful is Runaway Railway. I think there's still movie fan, great movie ride fans. The the sad. one that I'm sad about today. I know I did it when I went there in the early 2000s, but I didn't do it in my adult life. Is the great movie ride? Yeah. It's just we never did it. We just never did it. Many opportunities, I just skipped it. So I feel I feel bad watching. I'm like I would have really enjoyed. It's cool. It's full of animatronics and stuff. I mean, it's cool, but I'm not mad at what it is now. No, never mind. I, I really enjoyed it. I just I feel bummed that I missed out. Yeah, kind of feel that with Universe of Energy. Except by the time I went there, it was already the Ellen one, which I'm not sad I missed that. But like before Ellen, I wish I could have done that one. But do we have any idea what's going in Stitch's Great Escape? Have they announced <laughs> anything? No. What are they doing? It is a meet and greet right now with Stitch. Just a ways to a building. But that's the history of Tomorrowland. It's just a they built a bunch of buildings without anything to do with them in Disneyland. And then when in Florida they had rides, but they just didn't stick. It's the Epcot thing. I mean, when you're doing something that's the future, it, it gets outdated so fast. Like they were able to use that one for Buzz Lightyear and that stuff, but that needs to be updated too, in my opinion. Yeah, those are the two buildings that have been overlaid a lot. The one that started his flight to the moon, then it was Mission to Mars, then it was Alien Encounter, which we talked about insane that that ever happened. And that's the Stitch one as well, because they just replaced the alien with Stitch. And then you know, if you had Wings, which was kind of like a similar to like the old Epcot rides, and then Delta took over sponsorship and turned it to something called Dream Flight, and then they gutted it and turned it into Buzz Lightyear. Space Ranger Spin, which now that we have Toy Story Mania, it just looks bad and then you had twenty thousand leagues under the sea which was the big submarine ride and they used that space for seven doors mine train i think is a big improvement all right so we can move on to universal stuff i love that universal does this though where they just gut rides after yeah. 10 to 20 years and we get a new thing do you though because okay for the most part i do we look at this list here we go we're just gonna run through it what you have dueling dragons yes versus hagrid's dueling Obviously. dragons is a, is a cool premise i know people got hurt i never did it like people lost like their eye or whatever because they're like whatever dueling yes but hagrid's so much better of course yeah here's the one that i wish was here up next we have jaws the ride yeah they should have just which i did do as a kid and it is it is in my head. It still is in Japan if you want to go there. Yeah. I like. The, I don't know. They should have tried harder to expand. They could have still did Green Guts somewhere else. So the, this is the one that I am bummed out on just because it is a cool, unique thing. Like, of course, yes. it, it's cheesy in today's well, like, standard of ride, but... I think we did a Universal episode where I talked about the backstory of it and how flawed and screwed up it was in the first three four years how much money they lost on it the animatronic and stuff it, it's such a cool idea though to have like it a is family ride that is like scary but not scary in like a roller coaster way i love it so we have confrontation which it looks like the animatronic looks really cool I didn't I don't I didn't do this right. I don't think when my family went in 2003, I think it was already swapped or like in the process of being demolished. Yeah, it was. But Revenge of the Mummy is like one of my favorite rides. Florida one. We're talking about we're at Universal Orlando. Yeah, but I also added some Hollywood ones and there's I know. We'll get there. Yeah. But like 
because this one I'm happy about. The other one I am not. So Revenge of the Mummy, I absolutely love. Yeah, because the next awesome. one, the next one I could care less. Like we have Hanna Barbera, the fantastic Hanna Barbera, and to Jimmy Neutron, Nicktoon Blast, and Dominion Mayhem. They're all whatever. I think they just kind of go with the times on like, yeah. the popular cartoon thing. But it's the same yeah. ride. Yeah, I think. Okay, so we have Twister, Ride It Out. And I think it might have been something else. I can't remember. I think maybe. But then we have Race to New York with Jimmy Fallon. I think this ride is fine. I enjoy the queue. Like I do, I said for um, Fast and Furious. I think when you have like the little band there that plays, it's a fun experience. I think walking through is cool. The ride itself is, it's like a, whatever those, I don't know what they're called. Moving theater seat ride. I don't know what. Yeah. I mean, I love Twister. I, we had it on VHS and I watched it all the time. So I wish I would have been able to do this. But I think by the end of it, it was kind of weak from what I heard. The best, part of Jimmy, yeah. Yeah. the best part of Jimmy Fallon is we know this is not a long-term thing. Right. It's like, we're not going to, so we have something eventually coming that we can fill into this problem. And you can go to the Today Show Cafe right next door. The next one I'm bummed out about, Back to the Future's Gone. That's the one they shouldn't have gotten rid of. The seems well, to be draws, the ride but... people get sick on the most is The Simpsons Ride. Yeah, and I just, I don't care. I just feel like this Simpsons. is a core universe. I love The Simpsons, but Back to the Future is a core universal product. Like when I think of universal, it's that. And like literally if you're on any of like the buses, anything in the parks, they're playing Back to the Future music. You don't have anything. It's Back to the Future has not gone on a, like it's stood the test of time. It's still popular. So I don't understand. And you have no attraction. You have nothing. And like if you, I'm telling you, you walk into a store or you're in one of their buses, they're playing the theme song to Back to the Future constantly. It's like the number one song in the park. Mm -hmm. But you have nothing. So I'm bummed about that. <laughs> Earthquake slash disaster, then Fast and Future for Supercharged. Yeah, we messed up here. <laughs> I think that the whole building is just a wash. It should just knock down the show building. Yeah, I think the Beetlejuice thing was like behind the building. It wasn't the actual building, but yeah. Yeah, they just, need to get rid of it. Yeah, just do something down. different. I think Bear the show building... They'll just yeah, ride there. I don't know. It limits what you can do because like you can't do... Yeah. A roller coaster in that show building so you uh-huh. you're limited to these crappy slow moving attractions that are not what people want and then if you would have asked me a couple years ago terminator 2 3d into born spectacular i would have gone yeah that's probably a downgrade because i don't care about born at all and i love terminator but Born Suntacular is phenomenal. A plus. Uh-huh. It's so good. One of the best shows I've ever seen. So yeah. Yeah. And I never yeah. saw the Terminator one. I did. I don't remember. Like it was, this was like early 2000s. So I don't remember it. And I, like it was, it stayed there a while. I think it was potentially there when I went in 2018. Maybe it might've still been there. I don't know when it closed down. And then we'll move over to Universal Hollywood. We have Jurassic Park, the ride into Jurassic World, the ride. I hope this comes to Orlando. Yeah. Just because the animatronic, it needs a refurb and a refresh. It's so, so, so bad. What did you delete out? You don't have to talk about those. We're going to control Z. What did you delete out? Two things that we already talked about technically. They just replaced different things. I can't even control Z, so I don't even know what they were. (laughs) There was two other things, guys. It was their ET adventure. They replaced it with a shittier version of Revenge of the Mummy. That's why I'm mad about that. Because it's not as cool as the Florida one. And they replaced E.T., annoys me and then their terminator got replaced by minion mayhem you didn't include on universal orlando i forget what the name is but can you to shrek 40 to the whatever yeah. the villain con yeah because uh, who cares well i'm sad it, like watching shrek again i just i wish they would have done better with that ip and not just let it just stay with that crappy 4d movie like they they had 20 years where that property had relevance and they just did nothing with it um, and then I didn't add Disneyland, but quickly, specifically California Adventure, Superstar Limo, which we've talked about. 
If you don't know Superstar Limo, Google it, YouTube it. It's insane. Stupidest, craziest thing ever, I think, in a theme park in terms of ride. And then they quickly overlaid it to Monsters, Inc. And then we have California Screaming, which is was a big roller coaster with a loop that didn't really have a theme. It was just like a pier type roller coaster. And then they turned that area into Pixar themed. So they painted it Incredibles colors and added some statues of characters and voila, it's the Incredicoaster. The best they could do, I guess. And uh, those are the two I'll talk about for that. So yeah, that's all I have. So we'll be back in two weeks. I'm not sure what we're going to be talking about, but... I know what we're going to talk about. You have it on here and I want to talk about it regardless. I think we should watch the 2000 and whatever, three, three. Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy. I think this, this needs to be a discussion point. Okay. And then we can just talk about our expectations. For the new one. Yeah. That works for me. You can just right. dissect that. <laughs> I've only seen it once. I've I did seen not a lot. enjoy it. <laughs> My family would want, because like we were a big Eddie Murphy family. And this was not one of the ones that we like loved, but we definitely watched it quite a bit. All right. So until then, goodbye. Bye, guys. Theme Park Paradise is a part of the Unlikely Alliance Network. Links to all of our content can be found by going to theunlikelyalliance.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ThemeParkPD. And you can rate and review us on iTunes. Five stars, please. Thank you for listening.